Hello, and welcome back to My Zillennial Life. Guys, I have some fantastic news. Um, hopefully you can tell, maybe by the better quality of this sound of this podcast, but maybe not. Um, I got a new microphone. I'm actually recording on my new Blue Yeti microphone and I have wanted a new microphone for a while now I've complained about my old one several times on this podcast and honestly the other microphone I have it's at home right now and one of the main reasons why I decided to go ahead and buy this one is because I'm too lazy to drive all the way back home and record an episode tonight so I said why not go ahead and just buy another microphone to either keep here at Levi's or to bring home so I can bring the crappy one over here to have as a backup microphone. You know, I sometimes will just do those things because I'm just too lazy to actually go do the work and maybe save myself some money. But in all honesty, I've wanted a new microphone for a while now. Um, The one that I usually use is from Amazon and it's it's fine. It's not amazing. Um, it fell apart on me within a month of having it, so that's not ideal. But aside from that, like, it really wasn't the worst microphone. It was just kind of a hassle every week when I would have to put it together. It's kind of one of those mics where there's several parts to it. And um, so, yeah, if anyone's in the market to buy a microphone, maybe I'll just sell mine to you because I officially have this Blue Yeti, and this is one that has a lot of great reviews. So, so far, I think it's working well for me, and I like the way it sounds. Let me know, guys, if I sound better to you. That would be awesome if you let me know. Um, So, hello, this is the 18th episode of My Zillennial Life, I think. Um, Somehow, we're almost to 20 episodes. And I'm just excited to even be sitting here talking to you today because I really thought I was going to let another week pass me by without uploading. But here we are. I'm staying very committed. And I'm proud to say that I don't really truly know exactly what I want to talk about in this episode, but I have a good idea because it's something that's been on my mind for a little while now. And it definitely has to do with, you know, the generation that we're in and whatnot. Um, So, but as usual, here at the beginning, I'm going to talk about Uh, what I did this past week and things I learned and just how life has been going. Um, Not much much has changed in the last week or so since I last sat down and talked to you all. Um, But this past Tuesday, I did get to do something that was really fun. And I will say I've just been in a better headspace this week in general. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that the weather decided to go from negative 10 degrees, which is what it was last week, to a amazing like 60 degrees and sunny all this past week. And I just, I love when Missouri weather does these things. It really, it's great. It'll get you really down and cold and then it'll be like, just kidding, here is a nice, beautiful, sunny day that's going to make you want spring to be here even more sooner than you already did. So yeah, on Tuesday, it was beautiful outside. It was in the 60s, I got off of work and I got to go hang out with a friend of mine from college. His name's Dante. He has a YouTube channel and a podcast as well, actually. But what he mainly does nowadays is freelance work and he is a photographer, videographer, and just a cool dude. So he decided to hit me up a few weeks ago and ask if um, he could shoot me, not with a gun, <laughs> I love that joke, uh, with a camera. And so him and his other friend, who's also an aspiring photographer, um 
showed up down in Clayton. I met them there on Tuesday after work. We unfortunately missed golden hour because I got stuck in traffic, but um, Dante took some photos of me. I got to do four total outfits, and then his friend Jason also took some pics as well, and it just was so nice to be able to get out of the house and do one of my favorite things, which is just get dressed up and honestly just do creative stuff and that's exactly what we did he just took photos of me and we did that in Clayton and then we went to Westport Plaza which is in Maryland Heights and I'm super familiar with that area so I was able to kind of drive from Clayton to there I if you guys don't know me very well then you wouldn't know that I am I'm from the suburbs I grew up in the suburbs outside of St. Louis when I tell people I'm from St. Louis I hope they don't think that I mean I'm from downtown St. Louis because I'm definitely not but I am a 25 minute drive from downtown and I grew up going downtown every once in a while but not very often I will say that the most amount of times I would go down there was for Cardinals baseball games and that was basically it so needless to say my um, experience in driving in the city is very um, minimal and I hate driving downtown I don't mind going to cities and you know exploring St. Louis it's an amazing city but I usually have to have someone else drive so Clayton is actually like a mini city that's kind of outside of St. Louis and it's a really nice area I just that's it's very similar to a city driving you know you have to parallel park and all that so of course like I get there and I realize okay we're actually in Clayton I'm gonna have to parallel park and luckily I didn't actually have to but I found Dante and Jason and met up with them we did some photos in Shaw Park and then kind of just in other kind of industrial areas of that part of the city and it was really fun I hadn't seen Dante in a year and I got to meet a new person so that was nice and we you know we're socially distant um, and we were outside so I didn't feel super unsafe as far as the pandemic goes but most of all I got some new content um, I hate to sound like conceited but I do and I've always kind of been someone who's comfortable in front of the camera and I like having photos taken of me mainly just because I enjoy the actual like artistic aspect of it. I think modeling is fun. I did it for two years as my full-time job. Like my first two years out of college, I basically had to model for at least two hours every day while I worked um, at Pulse Fashion. And then I even did some modeling for Pulse Boutique when I first started there. So really, it's always kind of been a part of my career. But then that part of my career has ended. And so when I get to model outside of my job, it's fun and I really enjoy it and um, I'm not going to be young forever and I imagine when I'm older I'm probably not going to want to be in photos anymore. I hope I never get to that point like my mom never wants to be in photos but I think it's really special to you know capture a moment and also just fashion is one of my big passions so being able to dress up into different outfits and take photos in them it's definitely one of my favorite things to do one of the things i think i struggle with a lot over the past year and this has a lot to do with the fact that there is a global pandemic and i shouldn't be meeting up with people but just like saying yes to more opportunities to collab with people creatively and outside of my job um you know it's something that i just struggle with and i think a lot of times it takes people reaching out to me you know and asking to collab or whatever so and, and typically I will say yes, it's just sometimes I'm a little bit intimidated by it, you know, 
and especially when it comes to like meeting new people so I'm trying to just say yes to more opportunities this year so that's why I did a shoot with my friend Chaney a few weeks ago and also this past week obviously shooting with Dante and Jason so it has been a really lovely week and it's gone by quickly which is always nice but also kind of crazy um also guys if you hear anything in the background Levi decided he's going to do dishes right now I guess and then Kenna has been a little bit loud as well. Um, this microphone's great, but I don't think it necessarily can block out all of the background noise. And I'm I'm actually not in the studio right now, aka Mark's room. I'm in Levi's room, and it's working out pretty well. But I do hear dishes in the background, so just pretend we're at a coffee shop or something, and there's you know the sounds of life going on around me. Also, Levi lives very close to a highway, so I'm hoping you don't hear a ton of cars. But um, anyways, I am going to go ahead and get into the actual topic of this podcast episode, which is Generation Z versus Millennials. I guess in some ways that's what every episode sort of about, but in this case, I'm really going to focus on this recent trending topic and recent tr- just in general thing I've been seeing on the internet where Generation Z has been making fun of or putting down and just bashing Millennials in many different ways. Um, and I, th- I found a BuzzFeed article I'm going to go through and I'm going to talk about just like my perspective on this topic in general. And I have a sister who is a part of Generation Z. She was born in um, 2003 and so she is 18 now. And even I get, you know, judged by her sometimes uh, when it comes to different aspects of my life, especially social media and how I use that and how it differs for her generation. I learned a lot about that this past week actually from her. So I'll share that with you. And yeah, let's go through the BuzzFeed article first, though. So I found this article, and it is titled 38 Brutal Observations Gen Z Has Made About Millennials That Are Funny Because They're True. Ouch. Okay, I hope this doesn't hurt too much to read. Um, Okay, so yeah, it seems like everyone is talking about Gen Z roasting millennials again. And yeah, this is definitely something that we've seen come up a few times. Um, Mainly, though, for me, like, I'm... I'm the person who usually sees people bashing boomers and calling, you know, boomers, okay, boomer, you know, all that stuff that happened last year, I think that was a big trend. But now apparently, we're gonna bash my generation, which is millennials. And um, I can't decide if I'm here for it or not. And by the way, I'm never like here for actually bashing people. I just think that sometimes this is done in a humorous way. And if it is, it's, it's funny. And I will say, no matter what Gen Z says about millennials and no matter what millennials say about Gen Z, live your life the way you want to live it. If you want to continue doing something that is considered not cool anymore just because the younger generation says it isn't cool, that, you know, it, it's up to you. Do what you, makes you happy, okay? I'm going to continue to wear skinny jeans. I'm not going to stop wearing them just because the younger kids say that it's not cool anymore, all right? And that's one of the things that they're saying is not cool anymore. So it actually looks like this article is going to include basically just funny tweets from Gen Z and um, a lot of these are definitely really relatable and funny so this is going to be a good time so the first one says millennials love to say I deserve a treat while buying basic necessities and this is this ties in a lot with our generation because I feel like we are the type of people who want to try to save money especially because we're living you know definitely in a time where we spent a lot of money trying to go to college and get degrees and then we graduate and we can't even find a job. I have friends who have master's degrees and they can't even find a job. So I feel like the I deserve a little treat thing while just buying basic necessities is is so typical of us and it's definitely something I've done before. Um, Sometimes it's nice just to pretend you're actually treating yourself even though it's something that you definitely need. 
Yeah, I definitely think that one reminds me of the fact that as a generation, we're pretty darn broke. And um, so we do deserve a little treat every once in a while, whether that treat is a roll of toilet paper or, you know, a candy bar. It doesn't matter. Um, The next one says, why do millennials love saying I was today years old? I don't relate to this one at all. I don't think I've ever said that. I was today years old. Yeah, I've definitely heard people say that, but I don't think it's a millennial thing. Maybe it is. I don't know. The next one says, Millennials love saying, so I did a thing. Okay, this one is pretty relatable. Um, I definitely have said that before. So I did a thing, and, and then you like show off your new outfit or something. Um, or maybe you purchased a car, something big like that. That's definitely something I've said before. But I've definitely heard Generation Z say that too, so you know. And the end of this tweet says, Girl, go reread Harry Potter and shut up. That's mean, okay? First of all, I never read Harry Potter growing up. I just watched the movies because I hated reading. That's the kind of kid I was. I do wish I could go back in time and force myself to enjoy reading more so that as an adult I would actually read more often, but it's something that I really got to force myself to do. Um, the next one says, Millennials love referring to overcoming a personal problem as their journey. And this is also definitely something I have said before. Maybe not in the sense that I've overcome a personal problem, but I've, I've always said like my YouTube journey my college journey. So I have been known to do that for sure, the journey thing. The next one says millennials love unironically using emojis. I feel like this is similar to the one that I heard last week, which is that you're definitely a millennial if you use the crying laugh emoji, which I literally use that all the time, I think. So I don't really see the problem with it. But yeah, I guess we sometimes use emojis unironically. And um, you know, I like emojis, all right? I use I use them often. They allow me. They allow me to express myself in the form of something other than words, okay? The next one says, "Millennials always say, I'm a 90s kid. You're not a kid anymore, Brian. You're 30 years old. It's time you schedule your own doctor's appointments." Um, yeah, so this is definitely for the older millennials. I consider myself kind of a younger millennial, not really though. I'm almost 26, so I don't know what I'm saying, but I just, I'm starting to feel old, that's for sure, but I was born in 95, and there are definitely millennials who are a little bit older than me, and I do feel like they had a different experience growing up because they grew up more in the 90s than I did. I can't even consider myself really a 90s kid, like I'll say I am sometimes, but I don't remember the 90s. I I feel like it definitely spilled over into the early 2000s, so I remember some of it, but like I don't really remember the 90s, so I say I'm a 90s kid but I'm definitely not. And I am definitely old enough to be scheduling my own appointments, but I it never gets easier. It really doesn't. Millennials love portrait mode. I rarely use portrait mode, but my friends definitely do. And I, I think there's nothing wrong with portrait mode on iPhone. It's a fantastic a quality um, photo taking capability on iPhone. And I think it's great. I just don't do it because it takes too much time. But yeah, millennials, we, we do like portrait mode, but why not? Why not take a photo in great quality and pretend you are taking it with a nice camera and get that nice, you know, blurred background? Millennials love to ask for a recommendation and end it with and go. Like everyone is lined up in a race to Google something for them. Yeah, this one, I don't know if I get this one. Um, I, I guess I've heard people do this before, but I don't know if I ever have personally. Probably at some point. And the next one says, Millennials love to mention Taco Tuesday every week. Yeah, this is accurate, 100%. 
actually kind of feel personally victimized by this one because I feel like in college that was all we ever did every single week we actually didn't just say taco Tuesday like we stuck to it we went and got tacos every Tuesday it gave us something to look forward to every week and it was lovely and I also go with the other thing like wine Wednesday thirsty Thursday I still I still say those things okay I do next we have millennials love to say problematic without understanding the problem yeah I definitely have said problematic before but usually I understand the problem at hand, so I feel like this one is maybe a little bit misleading. This next one says, Millennials love Disney way too much. These B-words are 28 with matching t-shirts and kids on a leash. Oh, that one burns. Um, yeah, it doesn't apply to me. I'm not a huge Disney person, but there are definitely people in my generation um, and other generations too, okay guys? I feel like the Disney freaks are individuals in every generation and there's nothing wrong with it like you know at least they like disney and not murdering people it could be worse like if you're gonna judge someone for liking disney too much that's like judging someone for liking puppies too much but i do understand where this one's coming from because the people who love disney they're a certain type of people they really are um 12 this is the 12th one says millennials love reading books titled how to stop giving a, a shit and start being a effing boss yeah no we yeah we do i think levi actually owns that one book which honestly i think is a new york times bestseller but it's definitely titled like how to stop giving a a shit i love that i didn't say the b word earlier but now i'm like saying the s word i don't mind cussing in this podcast because i cuss in my day-to-day life i am pretty vulgar sometimes with my language but i feel like if i do it in this podcast it just comes across weird and I don't know. Should I cuss more, guys? Let me know. All right, this one says, Millennials love to keep referencing Spongebob. Like, bro, you're 30. Go watch West Wing. That's so funny because my dad loves West Wing. Uh, Spongebob I grew up watching, but I don't often reference it as much as, like, some of my friends do. And I wish I got the references more often because I just don't have a good memory. Like, I watched Spongebob. I did. And I love Spongebob. But... I just don't always get the references and um, that's fine. But yeah, my generation is real big about that. And if you ever try to take down SpongeBob, you know, we're going down with him because he was our childhood for sure. Millennials love using reaction GIFs. Yes, this is true. I don't do it very often though, but it's definitely something my generation likes to do. GIFs are fun, guys. I mean, especially on Facebook. If you use Facebook, there's a whole array of GIFs that you can react with and I always have like the ladies who buy from us at Pulse like I'll have them respond with their favorite gif and pick a winner from that and it's just fun okay millennials love referring to a customer as client a dash of fabricated importance goes a long way um I I think this is pretty accurate in the sense that like if you are selling something like maybe you're a freelancer or a um just digital marketer definitely sometimes we will refer to the people who purchase from us as clients instead of customers but that's because like client is a more substantial name for a customer in the sense that it means you're building more of a relationship with the person and like you know they are hiring you to do a job a customer is more of someone who just comes and goes in my opinion like if you're at walmart you're a customer but if you're going to get your taxes done from your financial advisor you know you're a client does that make sense okay thank you gen z thanks for listening to my ted talk oh my gosh that reminds me that's a totally another millennial thing to say thanks for coming to my ted talk 
Yep, I bet you that'll be on this list, guys. Millennials love to act like they are woke critical thinkers just because they don't watch Fox or CNN. This is kind of me, actually, um, except I just try not to watch the news very much at all or if I do I try to watch like a bunch of different ones but I hate watching Fox and CNN is kind of the same way it's very biased on that end of things so really my advice is just to do your own research and if you're interested in a topic you know google it and provide yourself with a lot of different exposures to that topic instead of just going to Fox News or CNN for all of your info. Fun fact about me guys, when I was a kid I used to wake up every morning um, and get ready for school and I would watch the news and it was News Channel 5 here in St. Louis so it wasn't like CNN or Fox or anything like that. It wasn't a big network but I loved watching the news, the local news. It was just it was a great way to start my day, but that was back before the world was basically coming to an end, and so the news back then, you know, was always pretty good, so things are different now. Um, the next one says, millennials love the opportunity to talk about how they don't know what TikTok is to make themselves feel more like an adult. This one was tweeted in April of last year, so really like in the midst of the pandemic, and I feel like the pandemic made a lot more of my generation hop on TikTok to see what it was all about. That includes me. I actually got on TikTok in July 2019 and I didn't really get into it until the pandemic began and I realized the potential that TikTok had around that time because I actually like remember my last job my boss was obsessed with TikTok. He always wanted us to make them and I was just so hesitant to get on there and it was mainly just because I, I didn't really realize that it had changed from Musical.ly to a different app and it was starting to gain traction and be cool. So yeah, I definitely think there are people in this generation and my generation who still have not got, gotten on TikTok and they, you know, pretend it's because they're too old for it or whatever. But really, guys, there's all kinds of people on TikTok. It is my favorite app. I love it. It brings me so much joy. And honestly, it's just a good distraction from the day-to-day -day life. It is really easy to get sucked into it and spend way too long on it, though, so you do have to be careful. But... I love TikTok and I'm glad that there are more people in my generation who also have found a love for it. Without TikTok, I probably wouldn't have had the idea to start this podcast. I feel like it's what kind of inspired me to do so. Um, but yeah, so the 18th one on this list says, Millennials love reposting TikToks on Instagram. I'm not sure if this one means that like we like to post TikToks that we've made on our reels and like repost on Instagram or post on our stories which is I do this all the time if I find a funny TikTok I'm gonna try to share it with people who aren't just my friends but also just like my followers because you know it happens every once in a while I'll find one that it just needs to be shared so I will download it to my phone and I will post it on my story and I will be proud of it okay I don't think there's anything to be ashamed about when it comes to sharing TikToks especially if they are really funny ones and they can brighten someone's day if you share them so yeah that's what I have to say about that but it's true for sure oh no oh no this one yep this one's me why are millennials so obsessed with pasta and pizza like sure they slap but you're allowed to have other personality traits this hurts because I do accept this as one of my big personality traits my love of pasta I own not one but two hoodies that are identical to each other both hoodies say pay me and pasta on them that's how passionate I am tonight I'm making the feta pasta for the third time which is like a tiktok recipe trend right now anyways yeah I really do like pasta and I am not ashamed of that 
Pizza, on the other hand, it's not my absolute favorite, but I also love pizza. I could eat that every day. So I think because we grew up on macaroni and cheese and spaghetti nights with our parents and pizza and things like that as kids, maybe that's why we just kind of find that to be our comfort food. But yeah, that one is pretty accurate. I'm definitely personally victimized by that one. And then this next one says, plot twist, all the Gen Z dragging millennials on Twitter are in fact millennials dragging themselves because we know how much millennials love self-deprecation. That one is hilarious, and we definitely do. It's it's a part of the way that I think we are as a generation. I feel like we find it funny to put ourselves down. You know, I've been to comedy shows where the entire show is just a guy up there putting himself down, and it's funny sometimes. Sometimes it's sad, but self-deprecation is, is, is definitely comedic to a certain extent. So, yeah, and it must be a millennial thing because I do feel like a lot of people I know are the type to do that and I do it at my own expense all the time we're totally the generation that's like you know preaching self-love but at the same time we're constantly the self-deprecating ourselves so yeah that's that's a good one um this one says millennials love to say sexy times no that's not accurate I don't agree with that one yuppie millennials love to make their dogs instagrams and write captions like the dog is doing the damn typing okay this one is accurate because I've done it myself and I yeah I have an Instagram for my cat and my dog follow them guys if you're interested Um, my dog's Instagram is Izzy the Oss and Alexander the Great underscore cat is my cat's Instagram I honestly don't post on those very much and I use those Instagrams as a way to like store photos and I really thought my dog could be an Instagram famous dog but I just never I never stay consistent with her posts you know all right, this one I relate to quite a bit. Um, it says, Millennials love listening to podcasts that make them go, ugh, that's so effed up, every five minutes. So I think this one relates to, like, how, I guess, I just, I think a lot of people in my generation have this overall theme, at least a lot of people I know, uh, of loving true crime. And it might be because we have more media available to us now about true crime. So podcasts, you know, YouTube channels, things like that. Even TikTok pages about you know serial killers and things so it's fascinating I've always been fascinated by it. I love true crime that's how I actually got started listening to podcasts I think the first podcast I ever listened to was um I think it was my favorite murder so yeah I I love true crime and I I will find myself listening to episodes that are a little bit really effed up especially today I listened to one and I didn't audibly say out loud that's effed up but it in my head I was like yeah this this is effed up for sure. But I feel like there's plenty of Gen Z, you know, kids, I guess I'll call them kids, who like true crime and like to listen to messed up things. Uh, so this one says, millennials love telling people they were on Facebook back when you had to have a college email. This one kind of applies to me. Uh, my father was actually one of the first people to have a Facebook because he worked for Washington University in St. Louis and back then you did have to have a college email to get a Facebook account so he had one because he worked for the college and then he you know basically introduced me to Facebook once it was open to the public and so I was probably one of the first people in my class or whatever um, when my my friend group maybe one of the first to have a Facebook and I will I will stand by that um, I never had a MySpace or at least I never had one that I used so I had a Facebook in 2007 when I was in seventh grade and what's really funny is that today I basically spend eight hours a day on Facebook for my job, and I love it. 
Why do millennials love the word adulting so much? Yep, we do use that word a lot. I use that word every so often. And I think it's because we're discovering that being an adult is not is not fun. And uh, when we were younger and we really wanted to grow up, we were wrong. We should have never grown up. And I don't think any of us truly ever grow up. And I think that's where the word adulting came in. It's like an act you put on because you no one really knows what they're doing. This one says, older millennials love to tell people in their 20s things like, you probably don't know what a VCR is. I've never said that to anyone. I wouldn't consider myself an older millennial though. Like I said earlier, I'm in my mid-20s. So um, I think, I do think though that that's something I I would say to someone like my sister, like, you you know, you don't know what a VCR is, but she definitely does because she grew up in my house and we had a VCR and we still have VHS tapes. So yeah, I mean, this is something I would probably say on my podcast, like talk about how the younger generation is not going to know what a VCR is, like especially babies born now. They're not going to grow up with knowing that. Um, And I think it's the kind of thing that will come back around and be trendy when they're in their teen years so for us vinyl records are trendy in fact I bought another record player the other day because I um I have one from six years ago and it kind of fell apart so I bought a new one vinyl records are back and that was something that was huge for our parents you know in the 80s and 70s so I think that kind of stuff which when VHS tapes do come back and become a thing again I think it's gonna be hilarious and it's gonna make me feel very old Millennials love cheese boards unlike any other generation before. This is insanely, um, yeah, this is 100%. I love cheese and I love charcuterie boards and they became very trendy last year because of TikTok, I think. So I got into trying to make them and now I even have my own board and I will sometimes just put together some cheeses and say, let's have a charcuterie board night. And then it gives us an excuse to drink wine and eat cheese. So it's fun, okay? Someone please explain to me why millennials love air purifiers. Um, yeah, this is another one that I, I feel personally victimized by, guys. I have an air purifier. I have two. I have two air purifiers. But that's because I have a house of like 10 pets, so you kind of need it. And here at Levi's, he has one too. He has two pets here, a cat that sheds, and you need air purifiers, guys. They suck the bad things out of the air. Also, they create white noise, which is another thing I feel like millennials love. We love white noise and sleeping with white noise or with the TV on, but that just could be, a, I don't know, a thing that everyone likes. Maybe, maybe not. Millennials love grainy photographs of celebrities smoking cigarettes in the 90s. I'm pretty sure I've posted a photo of a celebrity smoking a cigarette on my millennial pod's Instagram, so yep, I am guilty of this. Millennials love saying the word booty. This is another one. I feel like I don't hear my age group using that word too often. Maybe the older millennials? I'm not sure. But uh, this next one says, okay, older millennials love Kate McKinnon a little too much and it scares me. Oh my goodness, guys. That's all Twitter is for me is like uh, I must follow people who really love Kate McKinnon. And honestly, I love Kate McKinnon. Who doesn't love her? Um, she is the best part of SNL aside from Keenan Thompson and Pete Davidson. But yeah, I, I Kate McKinnon is my queen. Why do millennials love telling people how much they hate the word moist? I think I just did this yesterday, except I don't hate that word too much. But I said the word out loud and I, I thought to myself, oh no, someone's going to judge me for saying that. Because that is something that started when we were like in high school. For some reason, we just hate that word. We really do. Um, and I don't know. It doesn't bother me, but definitely bothers others. Millennials love bar carts. 
yeah i will definitely have a bar cart in my house someday so not denying this one millennials love saying right every 10 words when explaining something yes we do like this we say exactly right right exactly why do millennials love air fryers so much you know this is no you cannot bring up air fryers everyone loves air fryers what's not to love about them they are definitely something that our generation has a huge obsession with but I think Gen Z should get on that train because if you don't have an air fryer in your house, you're really missing out. They do everything for you. I know why millennials like them because they're better at cooking everything than any other tool, okay? So are Instant Pots. Those are cool too. We're just getting old. That's why we like air fryers, guys. We like cooking utensils. That's Just wait till you're in your 20s. You'll see. Millennials love talking about their favorite 90s cartoons as if anyone cares. Um, Yeah. Yep, this is pretty accurate as well. I uh, I liked Courage the Cowardly Dog when I was little, and Spongebob, like I said earlier. I mean, I think that's mainly because the 90s cartoons are superior, all right? Um, so that's the end of that article. The thing I wanted to touch on here at the end is uh, something that happened last week to my sister, and it kind of ties into my story as well with my high school career and how I got started on YouTube, and I think it's just kind of I don't know, it's kind of funny and special, so, and it definitely ties into this whole Gen Z versus millennial thing. So last week, my sister got interviewed, maybe it was earlier this week, um, by the newspaper at her high school, and the article they did about her was basically about how she has a casual Instagram account and how she doesn't take Instagram seriously and doesn't care what she posts on there anymore. So I didn't know this, but apparently Gen Z, the way they use social media is basically not use it at all compared to my generation but um you know we grew up on instagram at least not really we didn't really grow up on instagram my sister's generation grew up on instagram more than us but yeah so instagram was created in like 2011 2012 so i was a sophomore when it came to existence and i i got it and back then you know you posted on it like every day at least i did it used whatever filters came with the app and you just you did these Instagram challenges. Remember those guys where you had to post like one photo a day of something? Um, so yeah, with my sister's generation, apparently Gen Z, the cool thing for them to do on Instagram is not post um, every week or even every month. They will just post every few months and it will just be a really good quality photo of them, whether that's a selfie or just like a cool photo out doing something. So my sister was doing that for a while. She would just post every few months and it would always be a really great quality photo and then everyone would go comment on it or whatever. And then that was it. She would wait a few months and then post again. So recently, I guess, due to the pandemic, she just started to realize she doesn't want to care anymore about how many likes she gets or what she posts. And so she started posting just like funny throwback photos or just photos of her at work. And I guess the newspaper at the high school was like, okay, she's doing something different. Let's do an article on this. So they interviewed her and I thought it was so cute because actually um you know she's a senior and when I was a senior uh her age my YouTube channel was kind of starting to pick up traction because I had a video go viral the summer before my senior year and I hadn't told anyone besides my friends and family that I had this YouTube channel like I hadn't really like you know come out about it basically uh with my entire grade until the newspaper decided to interview me about it and um so I think it's kind of cool because I was interviewed about my YouTube channel and my, you know, I guess, experience with social media at that time, which wasn't a ton of experience. And my sister, at the same age that I was, gets interviewed about 
her experience with social media. So I think it's just kind of special and um, it is really interesting to learn how Gen Z uses social media differently than us and I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes from here. Like I'm curious to see how Facebook works, you know, 10 years from now, you know, will I still have a job? Who knows? Like because it's just always changing. And so, yeah, my sister um, decided she doesn't care what she posts anymore, and I decided that, like, a year ago. I used to care a lot about what I posted. Actually, I cared a lot about the likes, and I think that just started to stress me out because my likes were going down. Like, throughout the years, I, I used to get more likes on my photos. It's, it's a stupid thing to be excited about, but that's how it was. And then things started to kind of dwindle along with my YouTube views, and when you concentrate too much on numbers and likes, it can really just make you feel down and so I'm glad my sister discovered that likes don't really matter and I'm also glad that I discovered that too. One more thing that Gen Z has been making fun of us for is um, basically this whole idea that uh, you're a millennial and you can spot a millennial from far away because they'll have a side part, this usually has to do with girls, and they wear skinny jeans. So apparently skinny jeans and side parts are just, you know, that's a millennial thing to have. So this is what I'm here to say. Although I haven't had a side part in over a year, I love a side part on myself, and I love a side part on many other people I know. So, also, skinny jeans, I think those are going to be around for a while. You're not getting rid of those, Gen Z. So, yeah, I think that's another funny one that came up recently. But I can make fun of Gen Z because they decided that yoga pants are back in again, but they're going to call them flared leggings. That happened a few months ago. And honestly, I'm really happy, though, that those are coming back because yoga pants are superior. I love yoga pants. So whether you're in Gen Z or you're a millennial or maybe you're like myself and you're a zillennial, um, just know that whatever trend you follow, whatever thing you enjoy doing, just do it because you want to. Don't worry about what other generations say. And at the end of the day, can we just all agree that boomers boomers are the ones we should still be making fun of if we're going to make fun of any other generation it should be boomers because i think millennials and gen z together can can work and create a lot of awesome stuff not to say boomers haven't done good things but i think we're really paving the way here for gen z as millennials to do great things in the future i think gen z is full of potential i see my sister i see i see tiktokers you know who are in that generation and i think they are just awesome for so many reasons. So I'm excited to see what that generation does. And I am done talking now, guys. It's time to go make some feta pasta. And so with that, I hope you guys all enjoyed listening to this week's episode of My Zillennial Pod. I will talk to you next week. Bye, everyone.